And now for McAllen City Hall, a meeting of the McAllen City Commission. Good afternoon and welcome to the City Commission regular meeting for Monday, September 28th. If you please stand with me for the Pledge of Allegiance, followed by the invocation by Commissioner Victor Haddad. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Our Lord. Thank you for the gift of life and the opportunity to serve the people of our city. Help us to listen and understand the needs of our community and strengthen our spirit of service. Let us remind ourselves we are servants of your grace and stewards of our community. We ask that you watch over our community as we continue to battle against COVID-19 and work towards resuming normalcy. Grant us wisdom in our decisions and that they are what's right, good, and true. Guide us with your spirit of love. Amen. Okay. We've already, uh, no other uh, public comment items, uh, people to sign up. I think we had everybody. So the first uh, item is a public hearing, uh, and uh, that is to consider the recommendations from the McAllen Planning and Zoning Commission. <coughs> we have one item on the agenda, and that's a condition use permit for Verizon Wireless for a um, condition use permit for personal wire services facility at um, 2560 Trenton Road. Luis, do uh, you want to present that, please? Yes, sir. This is a, a request for a condition use permit. It's at 2560 Trenton Road. It's for life of the use for a personal wireless service facility. It's located on the north side of Trenton Road, approximately 1,000 feet west of 23rd Street, and it's currently vacant. Uh, it is zoned C3. Uh, surrounding zoning includes C3 to the north, east, and south. Uh, R1 and R2 is also located to the west, south, and there is some um, Existing land uses of electrical substation on the north side of this property, uh, vacant land as well as commercial uses. Uh, there is also some single family residences and some fourplexes that are being built on the south side of Trenton Road. Uh, there was a variance granted by the City Commission on August 24, 2020 to allow the issuance of a building permit without having to subdivide the property and that will be applied for this project. Uh, should the permit be approved, uh, it must meet requirements including setbacks, uh, permit, building permit requirements, zoning ordinance, as well as obtaining an FAA approval prior to constructing uh, the beginning. Uh, the proposal is to place an 80-foot high stealth monopole tower uh, with a 2-foot antenna uh, with, within a 30 by 30 equipment shelter on the property. Uh, the site is 900 square feet. Uh, it meets the required setbacks. Uh, the applicant has indicated co-locatable is not possible since there is no tower within a thousand feet of this particular location. Yeah, uh, Six-foot masonry wall is required around the property and is being proposed as well as uh, landscaping uh, to buffer the area required along the perimeter to soften the visual impact. The item was considered by the Planning Zoning Commission on September 1 of this year. There was no one in opposition and the applicant was present. Following a brief discussion, the board voted unanimously to <coughs> recommend approval of the condition use permit for life of the use, subject to section 138.118.11 of the zoning ordinance, compliance with co-location conditions, FAA approval, and building permit requirements. There were seven members present and voting. Okay, you heard the recommendation of staff. Is there anybody here in opposition to the granting of this condition use permit? I note that there were no one at the... Um, there was no one at the PNC, PNC meeting. 
I just have a question. In yes, his sir. letter to the planning department, he's pretty adamant about maintaining his ag status, but I'm sure we let him know that that's not in our, I guess, jurisdiction, right? In terms of what, sir? I'm sorry. He, he pretty much stated that I guess he only authorizes all of this if he maintains his ag status. Uh, correct. Yes, sir. All right. That, that would be with the appraisal district and the <coughs> past what we've heard is that that doesn't change it if the use continues, the ag exemption. Okay. Okay. You heard the recommendation of staff and planning zoning commission. I have a motion to approve. So, so moved. Second. Motion is second. Any further discussion? <coughs> Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. That's the end of the public hearing for uh, the uh, plant, Planning and Zoning Commission matters. I now convene the public hearing on the 2020 proposed tax rate. Ms. Becky, are you there? Do you want to step forward? Yeah, I'll go ahead and get started, Mayor. Uh, the tax rate of 0 0.495600 per $100 valuation has been proposed since the proposed tax rate exceeds the what they call the no new revenue tax. One public mm -hmm. hearing is required. And this, this results on a $100,000 house at a $3 per year increase. Is that right? It's three mills, I think. That is correct. Okay. <coughs> and I'll discuss the budget during the budget. Yeah, we're going to vote on the budget. After we close the public hearing, we'll <coughs> vote on the tax rate. And does anybody have any questions relating to the proposed tax rate um, as presented? And to be clear, uh, the, the proposed uh, tax rate of 49.56 is very, very slightly lower than the 495677 that we currently have. Yeah, as I made a comment the other day, really the tax adjustment should be in the praise value because um, everybody's going to get a tiny tax decrease or taxing $3. A person that had a 10% increase in its valuation is going to pay 10% more in taxes. Correct. And the legislature really ought to go back and take a look at valuations. I don't think anybody in this commission has a problem with that except manipulating the tax rate doesn't seem either fair or appropriate from a budgetary standpoint. And that's my comments, and I'll stick to it. Okay, any other comments or anything else? Is there anybody here from the public who would like to discuss the um, proposed tax rate, either for or against? No? Okay. Hearing none, we'll end the public hearing. Then we'll go to 4A, if you will, and that's the, um, I guess we can go to 4B since we just did it. The roll call vote on the ordinance adopting the City of McAllen 2020 property tax rate. And we have to do that by a roll call vote. So the motion would be to approve the tax rate as just presented at the public hearing of um, whatever that number was. What's that number? 495600. Okay. Now, also, Mayor, there is in your memo that I attached, there is a certain clause that you must state when adopting the, the rate. The person making the motion must state that. Y'all have that in front of you? Um, if you, if you look at um, small. the executive summary, it's number eight staff recommendation, <clears throat> and it'll tell you what the motion is. You know, I can't make up the turn of page. Oh, it's item 4B. And I can't turn the page in my computer. So. And so the staff recommends a, a oh, motion okay. be made to adopt the ordinance. Uh, that says that the property tax rate be increased by the adoption of a rate of 0 0.495600, which is effectively a 0.61% <laughs> increase in the tax rate. So moved as stated. Is that okay? Yes, okay, sir. Okay, we have a motion as stated with the, with the statutory language. Do I have a second? 
Second. Okay. Now we'll go uh, vote first, Tanya. Aye. Yes. Correct. Yes. Aye. Four. Yes. Yes, four. Okay, we have yeses and fours and ayes. I think so motion carried unanimously. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Good the evening. The next item is 4A, which is a roll call and adoption of the ordinance approving the uh, McAllen annual budget for fiscal year 2021. Yes, sir, Mayor. Uh, I'd like to have uh, some brief comments on the budget. First of all, thank you to all of you for the time that you spend on this. Uh, the word I use is a monster. Uh, that's what the McAllen budget is. And I also want to thank the staff, um, especially the budget office that really keeps us in line uh, through the several months that we work on it. So I'd like to just highlight uh, what's in the budget. You know, we took an 800 plus document and, and turned it into what's in front of you today, which is about <clears throat> 78 pages. On page one, uh, you've got uh, the combined proposed budget for all funds. And basically, as we stated uh, two weeks ago, we've got $95,401,000 of infrastructure improvements for capital, a total of $421,764,000 of combined uh, budget. On page two, as we just mentioned, our tax rate is going from a 4956.77 to a 495600. On page three, I uh, want to point out that although we are showing a $7,180,000 deficit in the general fund, we feel very confident that with the um, reimbursement from Hidalgo County for uh, public safety, we will be able to close that gap. So we feel very good about our budget moving forward. Uh, as adopted, we've got 146 days of working capital, even without it. And when we fill the gap, we will be at 168 days of working capital. On page eight, <clears throat> uh, I want to reiterate that we uh, were very, very uh, sure that we did not add staff this year to ensure that we get past this. And hopefully next fiscal year we can uh, revisit this. We are adding one employee to parks, a, a trades helper. There's three custodians going to the bridge operations. However, those three custodians will be paid by GSA. And then the internal service fund, which is outside of the general fund, we are uh, adopting, um, we are approving a one part-time apprentice auto mechanic. On page 13, um, you start the improvements for parks out of parkland zone number two. We're doing La Vista Park and Bill Shoot Park. I'm um, sorry, on page 12, uh, out of park zone number one, we are improving Cascade Park and Springfest Park. And out of zone three, we are improving La Floresta Park on page 14. On page 15, um, we uh, told you that we wanted to improve the dais, uh, Mayor and Commissioners. That's kind of Tentative, we'll bring you some numbers so you decide whether we want to move that forward or not. On page 18, you've got uh, the Community Development Block Grant, and the next page you've got a very detailed uh, list with the projects that are going to be undertaken. On 22, uh, drainage fee, very, very important of all the work that we're going to be undertaking. Out of the drainage fee, we are anticipating $3.7 million of improvements. 
And on the very next page, 23, you have a detailed list of those projects. On page 28 is the capital improvement projects. You funded $8.1 million of projects. And the next page, 29, is a detailed project list. You also uh, left 1467000 in reserve uh, in fund balance in case we do uh, not as well as we anticipate. Nevertheless, I thought that, that was a very smart point <coughs> on your part. On page 29 again, you've got a, a, a list of all that we're doing, some great projects uh, moving forward of 8.1 million. On page 30 is the Development Corporation. Um, we are anticipating over $20 million of improvements and projects and services going through the Development Corporation. I uh, also want to highlight that we are anticipating um, a reimbursement of $5.4 million out of CARES funding from the county. On the next page of 31, you have a list of projects coming out of the Development Corp. Some are some big projects, important ones, uh, including Anzaldúa's cargo design for the port of entry, uh, also the Auburn-Trenton intersection improvement, Daffodil from Taylor Road to Ware Road, Industrial incentives that you've already approved of $3.3 million. Of course, we fund the McAllen Economic Development Corporation out of this fund. $1 million for the press box, which we've got an item on the agenda tonight to discuss. Another big project is Quince Avenue at North 27th Street drainage improvements. And uh, the UTRGV Medical School uh, funding comes from here. On page 34, uh, I just want to show you the amount of projects that, that you approved from the bond issue uh, to the tune of $18,394,000. The sanitation fund, I just want to highlight that uh, the sanitation is run by Public Works with in leadership of Elvita. Very, very healthy fund. $14.7 million is what we project to have as a fund balance. Um, and in depreciation, another 10.2 million, Mayor, that you always uh, highlight that most cities don't have that. They've got a fund balance for sanitation and nothing more. We actually have $10 million on top of that. On page 49 uh, is the McAllen International Airport. I just want to highlight that that's one area that the federal government really helped uh, municipalities and it, it made our fund there at the McAllen Airport, even in light of what we're dealing with, very healthy. We project a $9.3 million fund balance after the fiscal year. Uh, the toll bridge, uh, what I'll say is that we're going to be watching that on a monthly basis. Uh, I actually get a report from Juan on a weekly basis on uh, traffic, and we will adjust it as we need. The bridges, as we talked about during the budget, really don't get hurt that much. It's the transfer to the general fund that we need to be concerned about. So we will watch both the uh, McAllen International Toll Bridge and Ansaldúa's very, very, very carefully. And the last thing I want to highlight is the general depreciation fund for the city of McAllen in general on page 62. It shows a, a fund balance on September 30th of 2021 of $12 million. So even in light of what we are experiencing, the staff and I feel very confident with the budget that you have approved and put together, and uh, we recommend it to you. Okay. Um, if I can make a couple of comments and we'll let everybody else go. 
you know, really this is, um, it's difficult to budget because we had six robust months in last fiscal year for people don't pay attention. Our fiscal year starts October 1st, so we went from October 1st to end of March. It was a very strong fiscal year, and trying to predict what we're going to do this year has been difficult, and so like we, like I think uh, we had a conservative budget, but at the same time, we did budget um, expenses as if uh, we're going to recover at some point. And so I think that's important that uh, we don't recover within the, around the six months from now, we'll be um, making budget adjustments to uh, justify that. For the first time, um, that I can remember in a long time, we now have budgeted uh, property tax to be more than our one cent sales tax. And that's, um, that's a budgeted item. And I think that reflects the $7 million anticipated um, uh, expenses over revenue number, which hopefully will be made up with some of the COVID money is, our, is what our prediction is. So that's, um, that's a, a pretty um, tight budget. And I think um, all of our enterprise funds with the exception of probably Bridge and Civic Center Convention Center, I mean, are, are the ones that need to be looked at. And if you look at the um, uh, transfers in, you account it's for some of that from a nine million eight to five million five, which is um, hopefully shows a, actually it's a bad number, but it shows some recovery um, at the bridge. So those are ones we have to um, certainly look at um, carefully, I think, as, as the big ticket numbers that are most affected um, by, uh, by the COVID. Otherwise, I want to congratulate the staff. I know you guys work very hard on this. And the City Commission, we had a lot of meetings um, on this at the golf course. And um, uh, I know we spend a lot of time, but probably the most important thing overall that we do all year. And um, I think it shows a healthy um, concern for the taxpayers and the ratepayers and everybody else that has to pay fees and expenses um, to the city. Now, we'll go down. Tanya, do you have anything you want to say? Omar? Monica? Fine, thank you. Debbie? Hmm. Javier? I just thank you to the staff for, and everybody on a job well done. Uh, just for public information, Mayor, I believe that these, this uh, budget is available online. Uh, it's one of the many ways that our city continues to be transparent to our citizens, uh, making sure that this is not some numbers that come out of thin air, it's not capricious. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's very well thought out. Um, of course, we're looking forward to future budget years where we're not so constricted. Uh, of course, we need more funding for police, fire, all these other things that make our city wonderful and terrific and a wonderful place to live in. And certainly you wanna live in a place that's very secure. Um, <clears throat> this is a, a manageable budget. I congratulate Mr. Rodriguez and his staff in doing so. Uh, a lot of tedious hours uh, were undertaking in preparation of this budget. Uh, the workshops were, were very insightful. We had a lot of good questions from various commissioners on this, ma on this matter. And we're very appreciative of all the hard work you've done for our city, Mr. Rodriguez. Thank you. Okay, I take it that's a uh, vote for the <laughs> approval and adopting the city of McAllen budget for fiscal year 2020. I'll make a motion to approve. Second. Second, this is not a roll call vote. So all those in favor say it aye. Is, it, aye. Is it is a roll call vote. It is a roll call vote, yes. Okay, we'll go with Tanya. Aye. Aye. Jay. Aye. 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 We got all eyes this time, yeah, so this time. motion carried unanimously. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate all, all the work of the City Commission. Good budget. <laughs> okay, so the next item we go to is the consent agenda. Any items to be taken off the consent consent agenda to discuss? Yes, can sir. I make a, can I make a comment instead? Uh, on Rex Cafe, you can eat all day at the Rex Cafe for $9.85. Yeah, I saw That's that. Pretty good. It's good <laughs> That's food. pretty good. It's really good, good food, too. 
I'm sorry, that's all I had to yes, say. Yes, sir. Uh, item uh, 2F, Mayor, if I can have that removed. Okay, 2F. Any other items? Uh, Mayor, I just want to make a correction that was brought to light uh, by Commissioner Quintanilla on uh, the minutes of uh, September the 14th, item 9C. Oh, yeah. Uh, we kind of cut that off and we added that uh, correction. Which item, 9C? 9C. Okay, we just got this. We'll move to approve as corrected, accepting item 2F. Okay. Second. Motion to second approve consent agenda items A through E and G and H. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. F. F, consideration approval of a minute order authorizing city manager to waive park fees. This was uh, something that was recommended at our last meeting. I don't know who asked the question. It, it was me. Uh, I was okay. going through the ordinance. Uh, there on section one, the line is blank. It doesn't put a cap or a minimum base in terms of giving the authority to city management uh, to waive it. So I don't know. That was just an oversight. Or on where are you, Commissioner? This is uh, actually the actual ordinance. 90 of 220 of the packet. Uh, section one. In other words, how much do we get delegate you the authority? Oh, okay, yes. So there was no, uh, there's no limit at, at this point on um, what we can uh, approve in lieu of land. So if you want to put a limit, we may, or you can delegate the authority to approve it completely yeah. to the city manager. Do you have a recommendation? Um, I recommend that, that that all be allowed to all? go to the city manager. Uh, yeah. I don't. I cannot recall a but time never, where the city commission has never disagreed. disapproved it. Yeah. It almost right. became a new policy, if you will. As I understand, yeah. on the average lot, it's about seven hundred fifty dollars. Seven hundred dollars. So I guess the only ones that I would be concerned about it's where you have multi multiple acres, I guess like a tres, tres lagos size development. Of course, most of those developments are working about eight to 10 acres at a time. Um, but I, I would be a little concerned when you have, let's say a hundred acre, maybe may larger where, where you're talking about really substantial fees, uh, where maybe there's a need or would be a pressing need okay. to have a, I don't wanna say a regional park, but certainly a park of some magnitude uh, that we'd at least like to consider. Well, that, that's a good point. Why, why don't we try it, and then if it, if there is either none or too many, right, uh, you can revisit it. But a hundred acres, how often do we get a hundred acres? I don't think we water? do, right? Never. <laughs> Let's say a hundred acres. Okay. Uh, not to exceed for a hundred acres of development. Okay, so instead of using a dollar, I think the size of development would be a better yeah litmus, yes, right? Mm -hmm. So let's do that. Uh, uh, I'll make a motion to approve item two F. Uh, to authorize the city management uh, to approve variances for the parkland dedication fee uh, as long as the acreage involved uh, is less than 100 acres, so 99 acres and less. We'll try it. Sure. Not many, no, there's not many developments. Right, that's that the large, right? Okay, that's the motion. Second. second. A motion to second. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Now we go to bids and contracts 3A. Yes, sir. Uh, Mayor, this is a consideration approval of the interlocal agreement between the city of McAllen and McAllen ISD for the renovation of McAllen uh, Memorial Veterans uh, Stadium Press Box. A few weeks ago, <coughs> I sent you a schedule that MISD has put together 
very aggressive construction schedule uh, to begin December of this year. And so this MOU addresses what the action of the Development Corporation and the city uh, have decided on funding for the press box. But I would like to add language, I, I missed it when I reviewed it last week, that says that the city will pay 50% of the cost up to the $1 million as shown here. Um, and to add that language and then the rest takes care of itself. Okay. Unless there's any other change that you would like to entertain. No changes? Well, Make a motion to approve? I do have just one comment. I asked Roy on Friday if there was a possibility that we only approved 500,000 this year, or, I mean, so that we wouldn't have to pay the entire, in this entire, this fiscal year. Due to the fact that we don't know where we're headed, what we're gonna have and where we're gonna be in six months or even at the end of this year. And at that point, if we're, if that's all that we can, you know, because we're eliminated a lot of the other nonprofits in the past, in this past um, budget, we eliminated a lot of different uh, projects and now we're going to turn around um, and hand this to them. And I, and I know it's wonderful, and, and, but I mean, in the school district, I think if we asked the teachers if they would give a million dollars, they'd all jump up and down. So that, that's my ask, if we could just maybe um, budget only half of it, and then if we see that we're fit next year. The only problem with that, I, I would doubt if they'd wanna go out to bids and bind themselves to a contract without our commitment to our participation. I appreciate the concern, but I think that cripples the project. And then we, I don't believe that we saw all three um, budgets either, did we? For this project, did we get those or just you did? Um, because don't you, they, I'm sure they went out for bids for three different. Right, well, they, they haven't gone out to bids yet. Uh, they're going to do it, uh, I wanna say either October or November, and then start construction in December. So they're just approximating three million? Well, uh, that was their original number, and so right now they're actually looking at two and a half because the city approved one million and they've approved one and a half. And so what the MOU says that if it is above the two and a half million, the two parties will discuss possible funding, but it only commits you to maximum of one million dollars or 50% if it's less. <clears throat> I would make a motion to approve uh, the interlocal agreement as presented. Second. Okay, motion is second. With the added language. Yeah, with the added language, uh, with the amendments or modifications you stated. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Let the record reflect that Commissioner Whitaker voted no. Motion carried. Uh, manager's report. Uh, we've did done 5A, yes sir. And so 5B is the ongoing reporting. Uh, the change that you will see is that, um, among others, is that we did receive the second 20 million, I mean, I'm sorry, I wish. We wish. 20% 20 20 advancement from the county uh, of $3,266,000. So of the 16.3 that they have agreed through an MOU uh, with the city of McAllen, there's a balance of $9,799,000. Okay. All right. Any, um, any questions? No. Um, no. I, I, yeah, I, I do have a question. Um, a, as hopefully we continue to roll out the recovery, possibly, 
Uh, are we thinking of funding more money into the loan program for businesses or the grant program for businesses? You know, uh, Steve was here the last meeting. What I'll do is I'll get an update on that, Mayor. I think that he's got a, some funds left uh, that he's not been able to expend. So we'll get a report to you on the Friday packet. I, there's two, there's loan and the grant program. I think one's out of money. If He called me. I think the grant program's out of money. He may yeah. have some loan money. Yeah, and even if that's the case, we also didn't consider the franchise, local franchise, franchises that are locally owned. And so uh, there could be additional monies for that. If, why, why yeah, don't you put, on the, put on the agenda and give us a report at the next meeting and um, maybe okay. have Steve here. Yeah, to Omar's case, I think... Um, if Steve could maybe, if we have funds available and the applications have dried up, Steve might want to look at the rejected ones and say, hey, these are good McCallum businesses and, you know, we've seen how they were affected. Maybe we can try to get their applications and actually uh, give them a, a grant. Right. What Steve had told me last week is that he has all of the funds committed, but there were 22 that had not moved on their applications, so they were going to send them a letter and let them know that they had a certain number of days I think it was two weeks they were going to give them to go ahead and so make on some that. movement on that. And if they didn't, then they would yeah. go on to the next to, to yeah. consider okay. those. And so there might be a need for more money. Will we get a list of the other? The yes, we do have a list we can provide you on Friday highlights. With the next set of, of possible projects? Uh, with what he has funded so far. Yeah, but what, what, is, what is not going to get the 22 letters that he sent out? Okay, and he I has can ask him for that, yes. Okay. Something uh, in addition to that on the CARES Act. So we've, we've been advanced, right, the, uh, the first, what, 40%? Uh, and, and really our, our applications, as I understand, have not been approved. So in, in the unlikely event that they are not approved, would, what would happen to those advances, the, the, the 240 uh, up to Well, 40%? theoretically, they would have to go back. They would have been, theoretically, mm -hmm. right, okay. If they would approve no application, then the money would have to go back. You know, one, one thing that happened just recently, the OIG, the federal OIG questioned the presumption on police and fire and the Treasury Department came back and said, reaffirmed it and um, in their reaffirmance, we are confident that that'll be reimbursed from the standpoint. I mean, by the federal, that'll be approved by the federal government. <clears throat> and four of the, uh, no, now it's five as of today, five of the six applications, I'm sorry, that's not right. Four out of the six are in the auditor's office. Five and six are in the budget office. So hopefully we'll see some movement here soon. Great. Okay, any other questions on the CARES Act? The next one is appointment. Are we ready to appoint a member of the Zoning Board of Adjustments and Appeals? Well, just, you're gonna talk about generally other appointments too? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, and on ZBOA, we, uh, Seth is recommending that you uh, move uh, alternate number one to replace uh, the board member that um, hasn't complied with the with attendance. Okay. And uh, you've also uh, nominated uh, Brian Lewis to the Parks and Rec Board, and we've uh, I've got that one uh, in blue. And I'm also seeking direct direction on the McAllen Housing Authority. Um, Jose uh, Jose Borrego is being nominated as the resident member, and Melissa Espinosa is the alternate. And those are the um, resident memberships. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. okay, anybody else have any nominations for the um, appointments to the city boards? Just a question on the Historical Preservation Council. Do, are there still 
uh, requirements to be on that board? Or yes. Okay. Yes. There are. Okay. On which one? So I have an I have an appointment to make on that, and so okay. I'll, I'll bring that. I can send you the list of uh, okay. requirements. That'd be great. Okay, Tanya, did you have something? No, Mayor. Oh, okay. Then I entertain a motion to approve the appointments as presented by the city secretary. So moved. So right. moved. In a second. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Both same side. <clears throat> motion carried. So we had the subdivision report, uh, future agenda items. Uh, um, yeah, actually, we didn't do the subdivision. Yeah. Oh, we didn't do the subdivision. I'm sorry, Luis. I apologize for the technical difficulties we had earlier. So. We got uh, at this meeting, we have five new subdivision plans that are in process now. Uh, first one is Esmeralda subdivision. The property is zoned R2. It's located on the northwest corner of 8th Street and Beach Avenue. Uh, it consists of one lot and it's a 0.23 acre tract of land. Uh, the next particular plant is Garcia Estate Subdivision. Uh, this is zoned R1. It uh, consists of three lots and it's 0.4 acre tract and it's located on the southwest corner of Gumwood Avenue and 29th Street. Uh, the third plat uh, that we have today is Morales Lots 1A, 1B, 1C, and 1D subdivision. It's located on the south side of Seven Mile Line, uh, approximately eight, uh, 600 feet east of Stewart Road. It consists of four lots. Uh, it's 4.167 acres, and it's zoned C4 Commercial Industrial. Uh, Via Torres States uh, at Almond subdivision. Uh, this is uh, on Yellowhammer Avenue east of uh, Ware Road. It's located directly south of Fossum Middle School. It is zoned R1. Uh, that's the proposed zoning currently AO to R1. It consists of 41 single family lots and it's 8.48 acre tract of land. Uh, Warehouse Kingdom subdivision phase two. It's located on the east side of 23rd Street, uh, approximately 300 feet north of FM 1016. It consists of one lot, zoned in light industrial I-1, and it's 11.35 acre tract of land. And the one plant we have recorded is Cobblestone Subdivision. Uh, this is 108 lots, zoned single family R1. It's on the west side of uh, Taylor Road, uh, approximately quarter mile south of uh, Auburn Avenue, five mile line and it consists of uh, 24.56 acre tracks. And this is one of the plants that we had for quite a while that lingered on, didn't get recorded because of uh, marketing issues. Yeah. We finally got this one recorded, uh, so that was a good thing. Okay, any questions? Uh, I asked uh, in the future we could find out how many um, subdivisions that were approved that uh, did not request annexation that were outside the city limits. Okay. Okay. We can get that. Appreciate that. Okay, next <laughs> item is, um, oh, mayor's report, I guess, right? Or future agenda items, I'm sorry. Yeah, you have a list of the ones that are pending. We've actually put a big dent on the la in the last few uh, meetings. We've got green space, emergency management, which will be, we're hoping to have uh, kind of a lunch uh, workshop so that we can have a whole hour for that. And then foresight, <laughs> vision, report on UTRGV. And, uh, and then a charter amendment election. I think we need to decide if that's gonna move forward when that is, because uh, we're in September. Anybody have any additional ones? I had one, I can't remember what it was. I think Commissioner Ramirez and I might pull out another list from our vest here. <laughs> I, do I do have it, but I'm kind of resting this week, so 
Since Commissioner yeah, Ramirez and I dominated. Yeah, gave me a chance to recuperate from last week. So, no reason. Well, thank you. To be announced next meeting. To be announced. <laughs> and I have a camera. Okay, anyway, so that's the future agenda. That's okay. Uh, Mayor's report, report on Wi Fi. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for all the support um, you've given the staff on Wi-Fi. We have installed um, 750 poles um, at different locations. The other, we have had 900 connect, 9,000 connections, uh, which is fantastic. For every pole, we anticipate that we will have um, uh, over 10,000. Excuse me, another 20 poles is a thousand per pole. We think out in that area. Uh, eight. Um, Magic Valley, we're now north of Dove. Anything pretty well north of Dove is in Magic Valley's um, service area as an electric company. And so we now have an agreement pending with the city attorney's office to use both their cement and uh, wood poles. And so we'll be able to do that. There's a lot of uh, underserved neighbors in there. That's more of a, an economic as opposed to service one, if you will. Uh, and the south side of town, we ran out of uh, wood poles. Right. And we work with AEP. I just got an announcement today that AEP is sending down the paperwork to let us use um, concrete poles and possibly the um, fiberglass <coughs> poles. They're sending down the technical requirements for that. They said that today, so we'll be able to finish the south side of town um, and pick up another one. At the end, I think Robert said we'll be um, having over 15,000 connections. And um, that's fantastic for all the kids that need to do their homework, et cetera, on that. We're meeting with Hidalgo County on Wednesday to talk about merging their system on the northwest side with our system. And um, we think we can do it um, uh, more efficiently and hopefully um, enhance um, their projects both for in city limits um, from the county standpoint and outside in the county area. So congratulations. It's, um, it's really, when you hear about stuff around the country, our system really is um, right. a very powerful system. So congratulations on that. Um, Mayor, I know you mentioned it, but uh, I can't thank enough uh, to Mr. Abraham Quiroga and, of course, Lee Jones, uh, respectively, from Magic Valley and right. AEP. Uh, they really made a good push. Uh, they're very good at what they do. They've always been good partners with the city of McAllen, and certainly I can't say enough about uh, the foresight and the, and the vision that they've had uh, to promote this project with our city. Right. Uh, it's a win-win for everybody. I want to thank um, Julio Reyes, too, from AEP for his work um, in overcoming this last obstacle. Uh, the next one is um, report on the 2020 census. The latest figures were at six. I heard 60.8 self-response. We're at 98.5. Uh, um, Follow-up on non-responsive houses, and so that's kind of a, that's kind of what they use at the end when they're going to do the, all the statistical things. Um, so we're doing pretty good. We're um, uh, the, we're the largest city with the highest number. We're Edinburgh's so right. got a higher number than we do. But thanks, um, Tanya, for her event. It was a lot of fun. I think we haven't gotten a response rate from that yet. So that'll be coming in. So I think that's going to be a big boost. And you all have done a great job on, on the different events you have. It's really, really uh, boosted it fine. And the lit litigation, the litigation probably won't stop um, in vo the voluntary filing after um, at the October 1st. It's really for the follow-up count, count that they're talking about, um, letting the Census Bureau continue to do that for another month. So that, that affects us, but it's not directly from that standpoint. And that litigation is probably gonna be heard on appeal sometime this week, but, but a lot of people think it's the 
to um, extend the voluntary one is not. At least my understanding. And um, otherwise, we're doing pretty good on that. Any questions on that? No, just do we know what our 2010 census self-response rate was? You know, I've heard, I've heard 65%. That's what I've heard, and I think that's the accurate number. I've heard it lower than that, but right off the get-go, I think it was, I've heard it was 65%. Yeah. But we are lower than uh, that. Um, and what was the overall response? The overall response was, um, it, it, my understanding was more like 95. I think we're over the 2010 for the, um, the 98.2. Yeah. So I think we're doing good on that, and we're actually right near the national uh, average on that one. And the, the state's 98.5, we're at 98.2 on that. So we're real close to that. Two days to go. The NP, the NR, whatever that is. Uh, Mayor, do we have any stats on uh, which district had the highest self-response rate? Um, <laughs> district 6. No, but we'll, I, asked, <laughs> I asked for that, and then give it, I'll send it to you, because you're supposed to give that to me today. Okay. I, I have my suspicions mean, who might be the I top. Should, I should we'll get the I probably did it city-wide. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll hold the money for you on the bet. <laughs> I don't have a bet on this one. But yes, no, you guys are doing a great job on that. And then um, there's also going to be a town hall on, on that that uh, Congressman Gonzalez is having. It's Zoom town hall on September 30th at 1 to uh, 2 p.m. In Wednesday, and um, if you just go on his website, Congressman Gonzalez, you can get on there. Yeah. I think it's for elected officials too to talk to people and yeah. there'll be public. So if you want to get on that, uh, that would be fine. And then um, report on uh, COVID matters. Roy kind of gave the, the dollar report. I didn't get the report yet um, mm -hmm. for Monday. As, as of three o'clock, I hadn't had it, or four o'clock, I hadn't had it yet. So um, as you know, the hospital numbers are pretty low. Um, the ICU numbers have kind of leveled off. They haven't dropped as much as the ho hospital overall numbers, and our death matter deaths haven't dropped as much as either of those. 115 today. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, we're killing all our abuelitas and abuelitos. It's terrible. But at any rate, the question I had is on Halloween. Um, as you heard, some of the kids, they want to get out. So I talked to, talk to the county judge's office today. They're trying to come up with some sort of order for Halloween. I don't think we want to have kids going trick-or-treating at people's houses by any stretch of the imagination. Our park department is working on several things. We're talking about a drive-in movie, um, like we did with horror movies, scary movies, whatever, and then some other things um, that would be COVID-responsible um, uh, park things. And so, Mike, you'll give us a report on that bef you know, sometime, right? Definitely. Okay, so we are working on that from that standpoint. <coughs> And election, election and voting, just um, we need to probably start encouraging people to vote in elections. We always undervote here. And so um, if you guys have any ideas how to get out like we did for COVID and the other things in the census, let us know and we can, uh, I think, do some publicity on, on um, getting people involved in the November elections. And that's all I have. Any, any comments on any of those? Okay, hearing none. We'll, um, Recess into executive session. Oh, city, Mr. City Attorney, you want to tell us what right. this? All right, Mayor Commissioners, item 7A and B are all matters protected by the attorney client privilege, as well as section 551.071 of the government code. And item C is a matter concerning economic, economic development under section 551.087 of the government code. 
It's my opinion that all these matters are eligible to be discussed in executive session if the, if the commission so desires, and if so, I recommend a motion, entertaining a motion to that effect. So moved. Second, second. Teresa. Motion and second going executive. Let the record reflect that I have a conflict of interest in item 7C, so I will not be in the room for that item. All those in favor say aye. Opposing time motion. We're in executive session is 559, according to the World Atomic Clock. We're back in session. Uh, it is 6.14 according to the time clock. Before I go on, I want to let everybody know that Mayor Pro Tem Whitaker's birthday is right around the corner. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Okay. And uh, let's see. The first item is the city manager. 7A is... Um, Consultation with city attorney on collective bargaining. You want to tell us what the motion should be? Uh, but yes, Mayor and Commissioners, I would recommend entertaining a motion for the city to authorize the city manager and the city attorney's office to um, to execute the one-year extension the agreement mayor. as discussed in executive session, subject to no material change that is determined by the city manager and the city attorney. And the mayor. And the mayor. Yes, sir. So move the uh, stated. Second. Yeah, motion second. Any discussion? Hearing none. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed. Same sign. Motion carried. The next item is a COVID matter and it's a direction to parks and recreation to come up with a plan for opening of certain athletic facilities run by the parks department and furnish that to the city manager um, and city commissioners. So moved. Second. second. The motion second, any discussion? Uh, just yes. to clarify, Mayor, it would not include playscapes. Uh, however, it would consider the pools. That's and correct. That and that before they do, they have appropriate guidelines as to what we're going to follow, and make sure that everybody's being yes. careful. Okay. The plan Our is includes the COVID um, safeguards. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Before anything is going into action. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's it. All those in favor? Oh, we have a motion second. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Uh, third item, I have a conflict. Mayor Pro Tem, you would take the for me, All please. right. The third item is economic development matters with DHR, and they're going to... Uh, want an extension from from the year to another 12 months. Do I have a motion and to approve. Staff recommends approval. Yes, sir. So so all right. All those in favor say aye. 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 All those opposed. All right. Same sign. And also that the notes reflect that um, Mr. Sebi Hadad also recused himself from um, this item. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And thank you very much, Mayor Pro Tem. And any other business coming before the board? Hearing none. Have a safe trip home and safe for a week from COVID and
stand adjourned. Regular City Commission meetings are held on the second and fourth Monday of each month. 